batches from Planet Funk, y'all. This is the Aced Out Podcast. Brought to you by all whom the man tried to ace out. By profiting from the soul. Without stopping to give props to the prophets of soul. Case in point. Brother P. Brother P of the Funkonauts. Patrick Owens. We speak your name. This show is for you. Patrick Owens, the funk wizard of the Bay Area. One of the few I've ever met that knew how to play bass guitar and lead guitar right. He left this earth on November 6, 2020. Right here in Oakland, California. I'm here in the studio as usual with Jay Stone. Jay Stone, leader of the Funkin' Us. Say hello, Jay. Yo. Jay's getting down to the music. <laughs> also uh, glad to see who I haven't seen in a long time. I haven't seen in a year. Drummer for Funkin' Nuts, OG. McFab here in the studio right here with us. How you doing, John? Hey, just great. Just great. It's good hey. to see you, man. Good to see you oh, guys, man. How you been living? Large. In private. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> man, it's been like a year. Huh. It has hey, been. We haven't seen each other like a year, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Last time we, we actually did was uh, for Ricky's birthday. Oh, well, that's right. No, we did. Um, oh no, we I did was talking in about February. With, yeah, with OSHA, we played a gig February seventh or eighth. Yeah. I want to say I was on that in Tupelo, yeah. and you were there. Tupelo. I took a picture of you. Tupelo there. was yeah. February. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. Wow. Been we about was living here, dangerously. And I think I'm pretty sure I was talking about with OSHA that that was Patrick's very last show. Like I don't think he performed oh, yeah, anywhere right. after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually draw. I drove. In with him and then drove him home and dropped him off. Yeah. I wish I knew that was going to be like the last time I saw him. Oh, then, no. you know, I don't even think I got to speak to him again after that because I think he got sick pretty soon after. Yeah. Right. Oh, we killed it that night too. Yeah, that was a the, great the night. Funk uh. drop that night. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was fun. We we, uh, we went on and on and on. That was a great show, man. Shut it down. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, uh, so I want to do, we're going to talk to a lot of people this show. This is a special memorial aced out uh, podcast. But I wanted to establish for everybody, not just preaching to the choir, but to bring everybody into the tent, is a little bit of the the history of the group. By the way, guys, all of us here uh, in this room were members of the band. I am as well. The group uh, Funkinots was started by Jay Stone. I think we said, what was it, 96? 96. And yeah. when did, uh, when did, uh, McFab come in the mix or how did how did you uh, guys we, link up or, we I don't were, even know that story we were always kind of in the same circle like prior to Funkinance we had a band called Music After Disco <laughs> Music After Disco Music I've after heard of that here we go <laughs> and I was playing the bass I'd play the bass or the guitar and our other friend Verlin who passed away uh, was playing the guitar yeah. and we, we switched up and we were like doing home and you were drums for that recording. Yeah. yeah John was the pusher man because uh, Personally speaking for myself, I was not ready to be put into the forefront like he wanted me to. He wanted me to oh, be like the motherfucking super fly right. bootsy. Right. But my knowledge and all this shit was not there yet. And I was faking it like a mug, dude. Right. I didn't care. He did because, care, dude. He looked so good because Jason, he would dress so good. 
Right, he was right, like right. with these suits and these brims. Oh, oh like that? He talking about I thought he was super fly. But he, that's who he dressed like. <laughs> so I like, look, man. Swing that guitar around. Yeah, man. He was on it. And, was- and I appreciate that because that gave me this, even to this day, when I see bands on the stage for myself, I always have to be dressed. Mm. Yes. I respect that space too yeah. much. That I can't look yes. like that person in the audience going getting a beer and yeah. yes, yeah. You know, I agree wholeheartedly. I cannot with that. do that. Yep. I have mm-hmm. to be clean. I agree mm-hmm. with you there. <laughs> so what? Okay, so funk uh, uh, after disco. Yeah. So then what? So uh, some other cats came in the picture. We recorded, and you know, it, it's always about the project to me. The players are interchangeable because we're just a big circle. Right. You know what I mean? So Yeah, funk is like Yeah, it, it came in and out. John came back. We did some we did another album um in like two thousand eight. That was on like a Sony Red label and it was a horrible deal and I didn't want to go through with it, but when you're in a group of people and two people that aren't with us anymore. Yeah, but tell them about out. you and Paris and oh yeah, well oh yeah, that was the first funk. And well, the first the first Funkonauts was Parish, Owen Parish James and Lowen uh, Harper. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we used to play at Red Devil Lounge a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think what, I saw you at Red Devil Lounge. What's the name of that? Um, the first album, Bringers of the Dawn. Bringers of, Bringers the, of Dawn. the Dawn, the yeah, classic. Yeah. I know that. And that was named after a book by Barbara Marcianak. It's about to get UFO-y here. Uh, about Pleiadians and different beings that uh, are in contact with the earth and whatnot. And so um, with that, uh, Parrish ended up having a heart attack at Soundwave. At the studio, yeah. yeah, yeah I the was giving him mouth to mouth. Yeah, and, uh, my boy arms. Seeing him leave his body, and it was a trip. And What that, year was that? Man, I, I don't even know. Any of those kind of things, I can't tell you a year because okay. it always took a part out of me. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I left a piece of me at Soundwave, a uh, piece of me is at Verlin's house, a piece of me is with Patrick. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and um, so, yeah, uh, not to be sidetracked, but yeah, uh, it was a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bringers of the Dawn, that to, that to me, I still listen to that album to this day. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good that's, one. I know that album. That's a classic. Rick mm. played percussion on that, too. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, Rick's Rick playing Campbell, on everything. Yeah. He has, right. that's yeah, true. Yeah. So anyway, so okay, so when does uh, Patrick Owens get pulled oh, oh, into this okay, fold? Okay, so we're, we're back together now, mm-hmm. me and Jason, and uh, we got, what do we have, Scott? Scott and Bo. And Bo. <laughs> right. Bo played for, we got to give history on Bo, too. Bo yeah. played for uh, Sub- Bill, Bill Summers and Summers Heat. The bass player for oh. Bill Summers. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Summers. He, he yeah. played on that Wicked Jam the Box album. Yeah. Ah. I mean, Will Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Will Kennedy was on drums. But the thing is, is that when once we got together, who was playing keyboard? Steve. Steve had came yeah. already? Yeah. Okay. Stevie K. Yeah, so I wasn't happy with the bass because I didn't want Jason on bass anymore. Because he can play bass, don't get me wrong. Jason is a bad bass player, and he can play guitar. But I said, you know what? He belongs on guitar because of the stuff we were doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so now I got to see about another bass player. And who else but Patrick? Because I had already been flowing with Patrick 
Right. Like since the early nineties with Fenton and the Reggae Angel and the Reggae scene. We played with like okay. lots of artists together and we played in the world beat genre too. And um Amon La Poets, the the uh South African mm-hmm. reggae band. Wow. And we toured, toured, toured. You know, we you know, we got out there and made a lot of money, man. We we played so many shows in the world beat genre and in the reggae thing. Because when I met Patrick, I met Jason first, and Jason used to kind of talk about him. And I didn't know who he was because mm. I was new on the scene myself. And um, so then I, I wind up um, hooking up with Verlin. Once Verlin brought me over to the reggae side, that's when I saw Patrick. And I saw him soloing. And I said, man, who is this dude? <laughs> you know? And then... Um, not long after that, uh, you know, just be rehearsing, blah, 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 blah. And then you see him pick up a bass. So then I see him pick up right, a bass. Right. And he just starts doing all this Larry Graham, Bootsy. <laughs> and I was like, man, who is this dude? And then he would start talking and giving all this history. Right. You know, right, that right, was right. he wasn't the first one to do that. <laughs> you know, people don't know. I said, really, man? You didn't know that? <laughs> you didn't know that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is this is like years before the Jason and John, Jason and Jay Stone and Mac Fab Funkonauts. So I was like, well, why not Patrick? So then Patrick started coming in, jamming with us off and on, blah, blah, blah. And we noticed that it just started gelling. Mm, right. Yeah, and then it just started to kind of stick, and he started coming around. Next thing you know, you had a super funk group. Super. Super, because his bass playing was just mm-hmm. so... Because Patrick, was his first instrument was the guitar, right? Mm-hmm. But the way he played bass yeah, was just amazing. so flawless. Agree, so, you know, he just knew how to lock with a drummer, because that's what's important to a drummer, a good drummer, that the bass player lock with you. That's what Jay Stone had yeah. with bass. Yeah, yeah. Lock. That's what the funk is. If, the, if there's no lock, there's no funk. Thank mm-hmm. you. You know, a lot of cats want to do a lot of fancy things, but Patrick was like, look, man, <laughs> just play. No, no, just play. And he closed his eye, just play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you start trying to go into some fancy kind of thing. Right. He starts sucking That's his teeth. right there. You know? <laughs> And then, you know, after yeah. we get through, he's cool and everything. He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to take it, brother. You got to play that thing. Just stay with it. Mm-hmm. You can't just want to walk away from it, man. <laughs> so with that kind of vibe and that kind of character, we just, that's how it all began. Yeah. You know? And we just threw down. No doubt. I love that version of the band, by the way. I was a big fan of that. When he, yeah, yeah, because we, guys live we, all the time. we used to come and just to kind of chop y'all's heads off over there in the, in the pimp. The, what was that? The pimp. Stimey. The Stymie Pimp Band. That, that, I used to shorten y'all's name. I used to say, love Joan. Nah, nah. That's the Stymie Pimp Band. Because y'all show up with some girlies and, and just horns. And I'm I, like, what? And the, this is a... New cool in the gang kind of, you know. I'm like, that's the stymie pimp band right there. Let's go get them, Jay. Right. <laughs> so I used to love the shows playing with y'all, man. 
<laughs> That's John talking about when I was playing with the uh, Stymie and stuff. And we used to share some bills with y'all and stuff too. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's what we used to, oh, we used to come for y'all's heads. Because y'all had too big a sound. Y'all had a bunch of cats up there. Horns and horns and girlies. Backup singers. Well, yeah, some, the girls sound like D Light. And I'm like, what the? Meanwhile, I was looking at you guys all jealous. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to be in the Funkin' House. <laughs> These guys look like they're having too much fun. Yeah, man. There's yeah. something about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mutual admiration society. Love. That's it. Much that's love. It. Well, all right, that's cool. We set it up, and uh, you know, this is a hell of a show. This morning, just coming here, I was a little bit flabbergasted. You know, it's, it's you know, memorial memorializing Patrick is kind of a heavy thing. I know we're all kind of in denial that he's even gone and stuff Rather like that. And uh, I was glad to find out that. Um, I could get some of his family members to participate in the show. So uh, first up, you guys, we're going to be talking to Patrick's mother, Miss Owens. Um, It's going to be a brief phone call, but she was nice enough to give us her time. And that was set up by our next guest, y'all, which is uh, Teresa Owens, Patrick's cousin, who's more like Patrick's sister. Uh, We're also going to talk to Richard Lindsay, Richard from Purifyment Funk Insurance, a band in which... uh, Patrick was a musical director, a P-Funk tribute band. For the Reggae Connection, we're going to talk to a cat named Tony D. Drumologist, man. He's going to talk to us as well. Tony D? (laughs) That's right, Tony D. Oh, man. Also, Ron from Studio West. Nice. We're going to be giving him a call. Whoa. And I I think I've been kind of uh, playing tag with him today. I think we're also going to talk to Densfield. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. Ah, right. Whoa. And this is like, this is your life, John. You done broke out the treasure chest. <laughs> oh, and last and not least, uh, we are going to talk to another one of Patrick's cousins, Jackie. Jackie Owens. Nice. Yeah. Is that enough for you? I mean, that's enough oh, people. Oh, man. So let's get on the phone with some of them. In the meantime, while we get uh, Patrick's mom on the phone, Let's listen to, this is Pat taking a lead over at KPFA in the studios live. Uh, last December 27, 2019, we all, the three of us here, uh, we performed with Patrick, uh, with Kyle, with uh, Jay's son. Uh, who, uh, Rick was on that gig. Yeah. Uh, this, this is, uh, Osha was on that. Uh, Osha and Patrick, they weren't even wearing headphones, I remember, when we were doing that. <laughs> remember that? Right. Right. Oh, man. Right. That was nuts. They're like, I don't want to hear you sing. Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos was there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Juan Carlos was there funking it up. So anyway, yeah. this is a little bit of that Planet Funk off the album Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. This is a live version featuring Patrick Owens' brother, P. And after that, we're going to talk to his mother. Stay tuned. And it was Ricky Vincent's birthday. It was Ricky Vincent's birthday. Thank you, John. Oh, yeah. I should be fired. He's trying to take my job over there. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't know that, Ace? <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> Check this out. Brother P. Thank you. 
you something when did when did patrick start playing music how young was he when he started picking up instruments and stuff patrick started picking up instrument when he was about nine or ten years old his uncle bought him his first guitar who gave him his first guitar his uncle uh-huh hmm. yeah so uh patrick uh when he went to tech well, Patrick graduated from Tech. Mm-hmm. Oakland Tech. And he was, off, he was off in, I think, the choir. So Patrick really learned how to play by air. He didn't know how to read music. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And he went to Laney for about five or six months, and that's how he learned how to read music. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so he been he been fooling with that ever since he was about nine or ten years old. Wow. Mm. wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he was so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, he you know he he was very dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. Practice, so he practice, got practice. He got a godson, and he got so now he want to play. Okay. Oh really? Ah, oh, that's nice. Wow. So, Ella—he's about Ella would be sixteen. So, mm. I give him on the Patrick guitar. Oh, nice. Wow. What's his name? Ella. Ah. Nice. Yeah. So him and Patrick was real close. Wow. When yeah, you... Patrick. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry. I was gonna say when you think about. When you think about your son, when you think about Patrick, uh, what do you think about or what do you remember most about him or what did you love most oh, about him? I, I remember Patrick being in that room hollering, Ma, Ma, and sometime I can hear. But uh, I, I, Patrick was a, a, good, a good child. Nice. Until he got sick. But Patrick had been sick for a long time. I found some paper. Back from Kaiser, 
but that's an internal battle. Uh, hmm. Is that right? Um, you're saying that he got some kind of medical report from Kaiser, but he didn't. He didn't let anybody know I, that I, he was sick. Yeah, I went through a lot of paperwork of him, and uh, he'd been sick for quite some time, but he just didn't tell nobody. Oh, oh yeah, because it crept up real fast for us. Yeah, for real. Yeah, well, see, Patrick had heart problems, and then plus. Patrick had a, uh, a blood clot on his heart. Mm. Oh. Wow. Just like I said, he'd been sick for a long time, but he just didn't tell nobody. Right. Do you know how long of a time? Huh? How long of a time? Was it years or? Yeah, yeah this been years. Wow. Mm. I didn't at know. least have been I at least have been about six or seven years. That's the first time oh, he wow. went to Kaiser. He was in the hospital. Okay. Hmm. And that's when he discovered he had heart problem and I guess the other things were wrong with him, but he didn't tell me. Uh-huh. Oh, only, thing, only thing I knew he had heart problem. Six hmm. or seven years you said. I didn't I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised that he kept it to himself because yeah. Patrick was a proud man. Yeah. Yeah, he kept it to himself because he didn't let me know. Mm. Yeah, he didn't let me know. Yeah, he didn't want you worrying about him. Yeah, so oh, when this uh, COVID and stuff is done with other with, I'm going to give a remorse service. Great. That's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. So maybe around by June or July, maybe it's been a letter. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. So you guys keep in touch with me. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. Oh, yeah. We love Patrick. Yeah. Most we definitely. love him and we appreciate you so yeah, much. We appreciate you. Okay. Thank you for giving I'll, us your time. Okay, baby. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank okay. Bye bye. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was heavy. Yes, indeed. Yeah. A lot of brand new See? stuff that I just learned just now. Me too. I got to process that. <laughs> Knowing them since 92. Yeah. No doubt. You know? Six so or see, seven I can, years. I can see that, though. Yeah. And Patrick. Me too. I can see him not telling. He don't, you know, he didn't want you. He just wanted the music. That's it. Right. Because you know? he told me one time that. And it was just kind of out of the blue. He's like, man, whenever you want me to record, you know, let's just do it. Mm -hmm. You know, because I want to I want to leave a footprint. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were like, saying that? Yeah. yeah he would always say that. Yeah. And and I was like, damn, well, where's that coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's cool. Yeah, but yeah. is it coming from somewhere else? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It kind of make you think a little bit. So Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Wow, man. Okay, you guys, tell you what, let's, we're going to listen to a little clip of Patrick playing some reggae on guitar, and then we're gonna, we'll go ahead and call Patrick's cousin, Teresa, who I've just met recently, and see what she has to say.
Hey, Teresa. Hi. Hey, this is Ace Allen. Uh, I'm also here from the uh, from the Funkinauts with Jay Stone. How Say you hi. doing? Hi. And John McFab. Hey, hey. What's hi, up, John. T? How are you guys? Hi, uh, yourself. I'm so glad y'all called. Yeah, we're okay, man. We just talked to um, we just talked to your My auntie. God. Yeah, and Dorothy told me you guys called her. Yeah, it was really nice that she took the time to speak with us. Yeah. I know that must have been difficult. Yeah, she's sweet though. She's a sweet lady. Mm-hmm. You told me that Patrick was kind of like your brother growing up. Is that right? Yeah, we were. We grew up together. Um, his mom. And my dad are the youngest siblings of 13 children. Wow. And so they're very close. Yeah, they're very close. My dad, they're very close in age. So they're the last two of the living. Right. And they are um, very close brother and sister. So, you know, growing up, they were always close. And so that that became like our second mom besides our own mother. So we we spent a lot of time with Patrick and his brother growing up. They were like our brothers. We took baths together as kids. You know, we did cousin stuff. Right. You know, and we, our grandmother, we were always with our grandmother, um, our mom, our our dad's mom, Patrick and I and my sisters, the ones that were of age. And um, we just had, me and Patrick, we are really, really close. I mean, like, when he passed away, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just to, 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 today. I still can't believe that he's not here. Same with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just like that's why I say you know here's the day gone tomorrow. But Patrick was such a good person and had such a good giving heart. Yeah. Yeah. He mm-hmm. did. Yes, indeed. Yeah, he had a giving heart, and he had a, a lot of people who cared about him. When we would have family functions and stuff like that. He always offered to come and play if it was a, a major event. Well, I can get some of my friends and we can come and play. Or you wow. know, he was just always there. He was just always there to lean on. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And like within his last, like I saw him the last time I saw Patrick was because I moved to American Canyon from Oakland last year in May, and I saw him like around April. And we were talking. And I told him I was moving out here. He said, "Well, cousin, I'm going to try and buy me a house out there." you know, since I got this little bit of money. And yeah. I was like, yeah, come out here. I need somebody out here with me. So that was his plan to come move here, you know, look mm-hmm. for a home and move here and bring his mom with him. And mm. at that time he was sick, but I didn't know how sick he was. And all I can tell him every time I would see him is, Patrick, please take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll just take, go to the doctor. He didn't like to go to the doctor. Okay. Because I think he was afraid of hearing bad. He didn't like bad news, period. He was the kind of guy that don't want to hear no bad news. Right, uh, right. You know, he always wanted to be in that. He was always in a happy mode. Give him his herb, he's fine. You know, he just wanted to be always in a good mood. Right. I never really mm-hmm. saw him in a, I never saw Patrick get out of character. You had to really do something to piss him off. Uh-huh. <laughs> For him to get mad, you know. Truly. But, but, you know, he was not that kind of person. He didn't provoke things, you know what I mean? Right. He was a peace he was he tried to be a peacemaker all the time. Right. And I'll never forget how he was like a brother, you know, he was always there. I mean, he was just always there when you needed him. He always asked if you need anything. Mm-hmm. He's always worried about family. He cared a lot about family. My son was fifteen years old and he got shot right around the corner from Patrick's mom's house. Mm. Um by I'm a, sorry to hear that. A guy mm. he's my son's old now, he's forty, but at that time, um, Patrick was there at the house, and um, he ran 
He said, come on, cousin, you have to go around there. I said, I can't go around there. That's my son. I can't go around there. I said, could you go for me? So he went around there. He said, you got to go. Your dad's around there. Your mom, they're taking him away in the ambulance. I said, I can't go. He went for me. He stepped in like a brother would do. He just stepped in and he just took over. Right. Like, I got you, sis. Don't trip. Because it was hard for me. So I didn't know my son's going to live or die. You know what I mean? So I'm like, thank you so much for just being there. And then the guy who shot him was much older than he was. Over, he tried to steal my son's bike, and my son wasn't afraid of anybody. So he tried to fight the guy off, and the guy ended up shooting him. Oh, my goodness. A 19-year-old guy, yeah, and uh, some over around the corner by the school. But anyway, my son knew the guy because he grew up with the, the guy's brother, and Patrick wanted to retaliate. That's the first time I've ever seen him get that angry. Right. It's when you <laughs> hurt something that he loved, you know, and he was like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him, cousin. Don't worry. I said, no, don't even worry about that. That's, I said, those are kids. I said, he's a youngster. He don't know no better. You know, he said, I'm going to go around there and talk to his mother and father because I know his father. I said, Patrick, don't go around there. He went anyway. You know, I couldn't tell him what to do. He went anyway. But like he said, you can't blame the parents. Patrick was just a peacemaker always. But he was, that's the first time I ever seen him get angry. Wow. It's to where he want to physically harm somebody. <laughs> right. I mean, right. he was furious. He was just furious. And then um, he did everything for me. He went to the hospital for me. I didn't go to the next day. I just, as long as I knew he was going to be fine after they told me he was going to be fine, he had to have surgery, then I went. But I was afraid, and he was there for me the whole time that I went sure. through that with my son. And I him, and I love him still to this day. I always will. He lives in my heart every single day. I go in my house on Saturdays. I love to play my music, and I sit on my front porch. And this weekend, I played all of the music that he loved. He made me a he made uh, me a bunch of CDs. Uh, <laughs> all, the old, all the old school, you know, he loved Earth, Wind and Fire, mm-hmm. Parliament, the yeah. Funkadelics. He yeah. just loved all that old school music, and he, he, that's all he ever talked about to me. Because <laughs> you ever heard of um? You ever heard of this? You ever heard of this tune right. by Prince? Yeah, Ain't nobody him. never heard this because yeah, right, you know, right, right. Like, nah, <laughs> I never heard it. <laughs> yeah, you play all of that too. I still can hear him saying it in my head. So on uh, Saturday, I had a sad, but I had a happy moment also. Listening to all these songs that he mm-hmm. made on these CDs for me. I just got them all out. I'm not going to play my CDs today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who plays CDs anymore? People really don't play CDs, but I played them Saturday. Me and too. I, my sister said, me what are too. you doing? I said, I'm having a party with Patrick. <laughs> and he was like, you crazy. But I said, no, I'm over here reminiscing. And I reminisced about our childhood. Like, we were kids, and we were told not to do certain things. And he was always the one that Come on, cuz, we ain't gonna get in trouble. We all got on this we got, There were these hippie yeah, people yeah. that, we were like, we were like nine, eight, nine. There were these hippie people that lived next door to us. Uh-huh. And they were really nice people. We were kids, we didn't know what hippies was at that time. We just knew that they were really nice people. Uh-huh. We would go, we knew, they were smoking herb back then too. So we would go and sit on there. They had like a rooftop and we would go sit on their rooftop to be nosy to see what they were doing. Right. Like, I want to know what they smoking. I want to know what they smoking. I said, ask them. So they asked, he asked them one day, what do you guys smoke? They said, go home, little boy, go home. He said, what you guys smoking? I want to know what they said. We're smoking herbs. He, I never forget that. And so when he starts smoking weed, he says, "I'm gonna start smoking herb." He was, he was like, "I'm gonna start smoking herb." I said, "You don't even know what that is." So guess what he did? He went in the backyard. My grandmother had gardens, right? Uh-huh. He went in the backyard and my gra- and pull, pulled up her herb and started trying to smoke it. Wow. Like, you know, we got in trouble. We got in so much trouble. 
How did we he got in so much trouble? How did I he mean, try to smoke he, it? Did he try to roll that, or what did he no, do? No, he didn't. He just lit it like he lit the lead. It was about crazy. Well, I'll never forget that. I was me and my, and my cousin Jackie. Uh, she used to live in L.A. She was here. You know, it was summertime, so it was her and a couple other girl cousins. Because there's mostly girls in our family, and mm-hmm. so. We would all get together in the summer, and we would have fun and whatever. But he, we were always doing something because Patrick was very curious. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he um, he got this stuff. I'm going to start smoking herb. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, Grandma got herb in her backyard. <laughs> so, boy. So we, and I'm, I was like, what, is he, what kind of herb is he? We don't smoke plants. Right. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good. And I remember being like a little girl. I think I was five. I'm like a month older than him. But he um standing on the porch and everything that our grandmother, our parents told us not to do, he would say, Let's do it. <laughs> you know, he was very daring. He was a daring person. He said, Let's do it, cousin. And he always stepped out on his faith and his courage, you know. So he was like, Just do it so he said, he, my grandmother said, do not stand on that bike because she's going to make her fall. No, you're not. He said, so when my grandmother was in the round, he said, stand on that bike, cousin. And this was a, you know, it was a tricycle. So I'm standing on the back of it. I'm standing, I'm standing on the seat of it. He's standing on behind me on the back of it. And it rolled. And uh, so I fell off the balcony. Uh, oh, I had a concussion. No. I had, oh, God. I, he remembered what? it. He remembered it. I didn't. He remembered I didn't. I'm on, he said, you don't remember that cousin? He said, we, he said I got a whooping so bad because of that. He, <laughs> oh, said, and I was man. he said, I thought, he said he thought I was dead because I fell out. Oh, man. But I did fall out, but he cried to that. T- I said, well, that was when we were kids. We had some fun times growing up. <laughs> it sounds like well, Patrick, mm-hmm. Patrick is such a loving, but he loved his band members and he loved to go play. He loved his music, and I know he did. He's been playing a guitar since we were kids. Mm. Hey, He's always plucking, plucking, plucking. Yeah, go ahead, John. Hey, hey, Teresa, this is John. Um, Hi, John. How you doing? Listen, um, did you ever go to any of his live shows with band, artists and and? I went to some. I went to a couple of his shows. I went to one. Where did I go? Okay, he he played downtown Oakland a few times. I went when they uh, had the um, festivals. Oh, really? Okay, so you did see him yeah. play live with artists and stuff. Oh yeah, and uh. then he went. Um, I think it was out here somewhere. It was by the water. I can't remember. He was playing uh-huh. outside. Uh-huh. But it was like a two-day event. I only can go that one day. Yeah. But I've seen him in action, you know. And then he was playing at um, somewhere else in Oakland. And me and my friends went and stuff. And they was like, oh, that's your cousin. No, I want to meet him. I said, Patrick ain't really been, been bothered with nobody right now. He's into his music and stuff. <laughs> but he had his own little thing going on with whomever. I never introduced my friends to him because mm-hmm. I didn't want him or want them to nobody to get hurt feeling. Right. <laughs> you know, I think for a lot of his shows, you know, because when Patrick was really young, he was really a handsome guy. And that's why mm-hmm. when he got sick and I seen how sick he was, I couldn't believe that. I said, this is not the Patrick I know. This is not Patrick. Yeah. yeah and right. he's not a person who gives up. And he was giving up at the end. You know, he started, I said, what's wrong with you? I said, this is not who you are. Why are you giving up? He said, because, oh, you know, I'm, I got congestive heart failure. Da, da, da. I said, we can fix all of that. We can fix all of that. Mm-hmm. He said, mom cooks all this good food. I said, well, you can eat healthier. You know, I'm telling him all the things he can do. Or we can go, I can look up all this stuff from Dr. CB. I'm just telling him all this stuff I can do. And he was like, no, nah, because I'm going to be all right. You know, he would never complain about nothing. Right, right. Wow. Yeah, so, we, we were know, just talking about he, with his mom how he can be proud like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was a proud guy. And like I told my auntie, I said, Auntie, you have a reason to be sad and your heart should be broke. That's your son, your your oldest son. I said, but at the end of the day, you think of all the good things and how good Patrick was when he was around other people and how he treated his family and his friends. I mean, he was an overall good guy, but it just yeah. devastates us because it happened so fast. Yeah. 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 You know, because a couple months before he passed away, like I said, I seen him, and he looked like he had gotten better because he was in the hospital. His skin had gotten really clear, and mm-hmm. Patrick was a very handsome guy when he was young. So I'm like, Patrick, you got to do better, cousin. You got to. I said, don't give up. I said, we're young. We're only 58 years old. Come on, now. We got to mm-hmm. do this, you know. And he was like, cuz, I'm going to be all right, cuz. Don't worry about me. I'm good. He would always just say he good. Mm. Yeah. How's his daughter that doing? Was... We don't know. I mean, I don't know. My auntie said her mom called her. I mm-hmm. guess when they found out word about it, but I'm not sure how Andrea, Andrea is doing. Oh, okay. You know, but her mother, her mother called my aunt, and um, I think she's taking it pretty hard though right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I bet. We should try to get yeah. in touch with her then. We've been trying to reach out to her, but she's, you know, she's a, she's kind of like her father. She shuts down when things are not going the way she, right. you know, I don't uh. know. She's just like, she's a lot like Patrick. She looks exactly like Yeah, she right. do. Yeah. I, I met her too. years ago when she was like She's a little bitty thing like yeah. you. She's a little bitty girl, so she's tiny. Yeah. But um, she used to be up in her little mid-30s or late-30s or mm-hmm. something by right now. Mm. But Drea, yeah. she's, she's another one. She's just like her daddy. She got a lot of his way. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wish I can see her, you know, and give her a hug. Hopefully she can hear this. Does she, does she still she, live in she's D.C.? She's my little baby cousin. No, they moved back out here and her oh. mom. They were in oh, Sacramento. Oh, okay. oh, okay. So they're somewhere nearby, but I think I think they're in Sacramento. I don't oh, know. Okay. Her mother is. I don't know if Drea went back east, but her mother oh. is here. Okay. And I try not to question my auntie and ask her too many questions. If people don't tell me stuff, I don't really ask questions. You know what I mean? I'm not nosy yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. like that, you too. You know, especially <laughs> in a time like... Especially when somebody passed away or something, you don't right. try to ask too many questions. Yeah, it could no. be hard. Right. It's sensitive. You know, it's very yeah, sensitive, sensitive, so I don't yeah. ask too many questions. But I wish I could see her. But um, I'm, I plan to go um, and visit Patrick's um, at his grave site, you know. Right. Yeah, we, uh, people, we've we been there. Oh, wow. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Actually, a while That's ago. That's beautiful. Uh, when it was yeah. fresh. Uh, when was that, Jay? Like It two- was like right when uh, he was, a few days after he was cremated. Yeah, like November okay. 21st or yeah, something. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but you know, did his mom tell you she planned to do something for him in the future? Yeah. Yes, she did. She mm-hmm. said June or July when everything's chilled out. Yeah, that's what she said. Because she wants people to come. Yep. And like she said, this COVID thing, you know. Yeah, because we want to so, have a jam session for him still. Yeah, we want to yeah, have a... Yeah, and I want to come back and dance. Yeah. <laughs> you will be. You will be. And by the way... And my dad... Oh, go ahead. My dad would have loved to... Um, I should have included my dad on this call, but it's so hard to reach him. He, he's 80 years old, so he. I said, Daddy, your phone, you didn't answer. He said, girl, you didn't call this number. I said, look at your phone. Look at your missed call. <laughs> you know, you said, girl... He's sitting right next to me, and I don't even hear it ring or pay no attention. So I didn't want to get him on the line, and then his phone was acting up. Yeah. I was going to say, Teresa, thanks to you. And thank you because you put us in touch with uh, Pat's mom, made sure she got on. 
And uh, I heard from Jackie Owens just before we started the show. Yeah, she called me at the last minute. She said, Cousin, ain't Doc told me, because that's what we call Patrick's mom and Doc. She said, ain't Doc told me they're going to be doing a podcast with Patrick. How do I do this? I said, well, you need to call because I don't know if it's too late or not. Yeah, we're going to get her on. I told her we'll squeeze her in. We'd love to, you oh, know. Good. We want to get yeah, as many family members as we want. You guys are mm-hmm. VIP on this show. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much. But, um, yeah, I appreciate it. The love. Yeah, we appreciate the love, too. And so, I got a friend who wants to buy Patrick's car. A friend of mine, I call him my brother, too. I grew up with him. He, um, uh, My auntie just told me because I told her the guy wants to buy the Buick. So she says, okay. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so... And he's definitely he definitely wants to buy it because Dang. it's Patrick's car. No, no, you know? no, no, no. That's going in the Funk Hall of Fame. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put and that in a glass right cube. I'm gonna miss him. I'm, I'm gonna miss Patrick changing my oil and all that right. kind of stuff for me. Cause you right. got somebody yeah. do that shit for you. Cause that little shit. Yeah. And looking at my car when different little things be wrong with it. He said, "Cause what's wrong with the car? If you see me with my hood up, he comes." So, nah, we're gonna put a get, we're gonna put one of his guitars on top of it. Right. Inside a right. glass. Inside that's a, right. a plastic glass box. That's right. Explain yes, to them, right. though. Explain to the people what, said, what this car that, was. I said, I wish we could put his car in a glass box. What'd you say, Jay? <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we're going to do. Everybody don't know about Patrick in this car, so somebody just tell him about it. Yeah, speak on that. Yes. Patrick is awful. When, he come, when it comes to that car, that green car, oh. his mother said, Patrick, that car was not given to you. My brother gave it to me. He treated that car. That was really his mom's car, but... Really, I said, Auntie, it's not your car. You don't drive. That's his car. Uh-uh. Patrick treated Anything that car that like it was a golden chariot. And when something was wrong with that car, he'd get real You could tell something was wrong with the car. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. always talking about that. Yeah. He worked, he worked in that car for hours. I yeah. see him in the morning like 10 when I was staying with my parents before I moved. He That's would right. be in the outside early in the morning until the dawn. That's right. He still That's in the right. Car. <laughs> because you find he, now I give him rides back and forth to the auto parts store. I back and forth because right. I need to give me a ride up the street to the, or get this part for the car. I mean, I might do it two or three times in a day. And I tell my mother, I hope Patrick don't ask me to take him back to the auto parts store because I got something to do, and I'm not going to be waiting around here for him to get a ride somewhere to go to that old car. You know. See, see. <laughs> I know that old raggedy car. Patrick got the cut. Buy you a new car. He did. He bought that Beamer, but then guess what? He still cherished the green car. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It would right. not drive it to San car. Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, not driving. Nah. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, nah, it wouldn't be good on the that bridge, so John. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, that guy. I had a good time thinking about him. Saturday. Mm-hmm. I just reminiscent. Played all that good old music he made for me. Mm-hmm. He talked about Larry Graham and mm-hmm. Billy Preston and all yeah. the old school. Because what you know, you ain't never heard this song. Because I heard yeah. that before. Your uncle, was, your uncle played a lot of music, remember? He said, yeah, because you ain't heard this hit right here. <laughs> <laughs> he was usually Nobody right, too. never heard of this song. This song. <laughs> and he was sending me stuff on the internet and stuff. That's a, yeah, I miss him. That was a pretty good impression right there. <laughs> yeah, I met him. Yeah. He talked about um, George Clinton all the time. Uh-huh. People, the yeah. yeah. He talked about all this. Yeah. yeah he was the Whatever funk his historian. Brother, his, he was playing to all these different people. Um, he, Roscoe Dew. Yeah. Oh, Roscoe uh, Dew. This is his birthday today. 
What? Oh, it yeah, is? Yeah, oh. It's, yeah, it's Rankin Screw's birthday. Oh, right. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it's Kiddis. 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 Is it? No, nah, no, nah, it's, yeah. it's actually Screw's birthday. Oh, Screw's birthday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he's. So the... you know I know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I'll be talking about all these, all these stories. They cuz, yeah. I, he just tell me so many stories. And when Patrick talks, he talks for hours. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yes. He's so long-winded person. Tell me about Man. it. You don't and say I be, be like, I'll be so anxious to go, and I don't want to cut him off in the middle of his conversation because exactly. it's so good to him. And then I, I, you can tell it's good to him. So I say, I say, because I hate to cut you off. I say, I'll be right back, okay? Hold that thought. I said, God damn. Come on, I said, Daddy, your nephew can talk. He said, Tell me about it. I'm telling you. <laughs> so that means then he got the joint in his hand. He got the joint in one hand, and he's just talking and talking. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, nigga. I saw this brother high. <laughs> Joint then went out. He's like, brother, P, yeah. <laughs> then you say, okay, cuz, all right, cuz, I see that. All right, cuz, I check you later, cuz. That's three, what I wanted to tell three, you. Right. Yeah, okay. Ash about three I'm inches long. Those conversations. Yeah. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, he have a big one. Cause you want to hit this? I said, Nah, man, that's too strong for me. <laughs> he be coughing and talking. Uh, I said, Mm-mm. Well, you coughing? I don't think so. That's the yeah. devil weed. I said, That's the devil weed you smoke. Cause don't say that. I said, Look how you that that uh, you coughing too much. <laughs> yes, but yeah, thank y'all so much though for loving him. Thank you. Oh yeah, no problem. Thank you. Gave you. us so much. We're having so much fun. I was- Talking to you. Um, oh, go ahead. You, what were you going to say? No, I wasn't going to say anything. I just had to take a deep breath thinking oh, okay. about him. I know, mm-hmm. us too. I was just going to thank you. I was going to say, we're having so much fun talking to you. It's like a shame. We're going to, we want to move on and we want to talk to your sister as well. Go ahead. You uh, guys go ahead. So uh, we, I look forward to, we all look forward to meeting you in person and uh, thank you at the memorial this summer, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. And when you guys mm-hmm. do whatever you guys want to do, I will be there. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank I you, T. I will be there to support you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you brought so just out. Keep me informed. Oh, keep yeah. Keep me informed. And I will definitely, even if it's through Facebook, whatever, you can call my number or whatever, I will be able to come. Cool. You got it, Teresa. If the Lord says the same, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys be blessed and have a good day. All right, you, you do Talk the same. All right, later, T. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Wow. That was, cool. that was yeah. good, man. That was, that was good. She did a really good impression of Patrick. <laughs> that was like uncanny, a couple of those quotes. She did. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> Genetics, you know what I mean? She's got it. Yeah, that's it. All right, tell you what, you guys, uh, John and Jay, we're going to listen to a little bit of Brother P playing the lead on Cosmic Slop. Sweet. This is him playing it live uh, in 2015, I want to say, in Jack London Square. I don't remember the name of that club. What is that called? I think they changed the name. Yeah, they change it like every week, so I can't even remember. (laughs) So anyway, let's listen to a little bit of that. And after, we're going to talk to Richard Lindsay, Big Rich, from Purified Mint Funk Insurance. Uh, Brother P was the musical director for his group for a time. And, uh, you know, he's a local funketeer who's all in the scene. We're going to talk to him about Brother P after this.
Rich. Hey, Ace. How you hey, doing, man. Bro? This is Ace. I'm here with Jay, and I'm also with John McFav. Funkin' Nuts here on the line. Brother Rich. Oh, Brother Rich, where'd you get your funk from? Jeez, <laughs> man. I got it in 1971, bro, at an early age of nine years old. Wow. <laughs> Talk about it, man. Wow. <laughs> they, they, they used to want to put me in hypertension classrooms and shit because I was nine years old listening to Funkadelic albums. Wow. Hypertension <laughs> classrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so, looks uh, like we had made a career out of it, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had no choice. How y'all doing? We're okay, man. We spoke to, uh, we already spoken to Patrick's mom, uh, his cousin Teresa. Um, she, she was good. It was a short phone call. It was really nice to hear from her. Wanted to ask you, yeah. man, about um, working with Patrick. I know you had him as musical director for, uh, for your group. Uh, what do you got to say on Patrick, you know, his style or working with him or what you remember about him, what you miss about him? Got a lot to say about Pat, but it's all good. I mean, if anything, if I ever had to say bad about him, he was just hard on you, but he was hard on you to make you better, though. Yeah, you know? we were talking about yeah, that. that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's about it was some Parliament songs he didn't like. He was more of a Funkadelic cat. But, you know, I always had a dream of trying to do a, just a Funkadelic run tribute tour up in the up in the woods for you know all the hippies and shit (laughs) (laughs) and and i wanted him to be you know just there for that you know because i i really swear to god man i've been around parliament since i've been what 18 years old i mean when i started getting those backstage passes from kdia my dad used to get them so, I mean, what really made me get just blown away, y'all, I'm going to go to the point. It yeah. was 1979, August 4th, the World Greatest Funk Festival. We was backstage for that shit. Mm. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I green. saw that, you know, that's another conversation. But <laughs> getting back to the comparison of what I was trying to say before I lose my thought, I think Bobby Young, Patrick, and Jason is probably the best guitar combination you could see and put together here, that's here. comparable to uh, what I've seen throughout the years of being on off and on and on the road with George and them shit in the summer times. I agree that with you. That was Mike Hampton, Blackbird, and sometimes they would use um, um, Ricky Rouse. Ricky Rouse was cool. Right. And sometimes mm-hmm. they, uh, they was grooming. It was grooming Garrett at that time, Little G, as I call him. Right. So, but, um, yeah, I think Funk Insurance has a very strong guitar crew minus patrick to this day but yes he was very good to this point so yes i'm here to answer anything you got to say about big bro do you remember when and where you met pat patrick i met patrick at ups believe it or not right (laughs) right i met i met him at uh ups in the mid 90s early 90s and he knew that i was on the road off and on as doing you know cameraman for free for george him so you know the payment for being on the road with George was a backstage pass, a lemon, and, and a ticket to eat. That was good enough for me. Right. So You, you know, almost really clicked actually... at UPS then, learning y'all into funk then. No, I almost got fired, y'all, about two or three or four times. <laughs> 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 for missing so much work. And it got to the point mm. that a couple of those times I said, fire me. Because it got kind of good out there. It can get bad on the road and it can get good, too. Mm-hmm. Depends on how you really, you know, Prepare yourself to be out there for how long? That's mm-hmm. it. 
No doubt. So, so, but um, yeah, um, I I think Pat Man is probably one of the most technical guitar player that I've known yeah. outside of Parliament. I think he had a very good reputation of uh, a repertoire as far as before the show, he would go into his own little zone and practice. You know, like I was telling Jason this morning before the interview, I, I caught him over in the corner. We had did some little awakening cafe downtown uh, Oakland a couple right. years ago. And I saw him over in the corner. I said, man, what you doing? He said, man, I like to be by myself, man. I like to practice my, my licks on some Van Halen shit. You know, I like to practice like that. <laughs> and I was like, wow, man, because today is Ever Van Halen's birthday. So it was ironic you would give this interview on the day of Edward Van Halen's oh, birthday. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to get that in. And um, <laughs> he liked it. He, I don't know if he told y'all this a lot, but he, he really digged Edward Van Halen. Yeah, he did. He said, sometimes oh, I, I like that. to study. Yeah, well, that's good to know. Because he told me I like to study shit outside of funk, you know, to get my licks and shit. He's like that <laughs> other dude. Um, <laughs> um, what's that dude, Jason Satriani or oh, some yeah. shit? Oh, yeah, Satriani. Satriani. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, that cat. Yeah. He, you know, right. he, he studied him. Yeah, he did. But, um, but, um, you didn't I know? Think, um, <laughs> I think that, um, the last time I really talked to him about, you know, the little parliament thing that we were doing, yeah. As far as I'm kind of speeding up to the tail end of your Kirk Cameron question, he said to me, man, I heard that shit was funky as a bleep bleep out there. I said, man, it took forever to get it that way. But, yeah, I mean, and I kind of basically told him, I said, you know, Jason and I had a meeting. And we sat around and we told him, I said, man, we going to take just the lyrics from the P-Funk Earth Tour 1977 Houston. We can't go wrong. And just layer it. And, and, and that's what we did. And Jay and I did that. If you go back and watch the uh, Houston show, yeah. Houston P-Funk, 77. And that's all we did is just grabbed all the lyrics off of that and put it out there on the Berkeley Juneteenth. And, and they're believers at this point. Hmm. And a little bit of stuff that we did in there. So I always tell people, you know, never try to go rehearse the original song because it's not going to come off like that. Right. Try, to, try to study the live stuff. Try. And you can't go long. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, rehearsing the live stuff of George. Real and that's tough. what we did. And we had a couple people that fought us on that all the way up to the show. But we we were adamant on doing that. And I guess you could say we turned the suck out when we did it like that. Mm-hmm. And then Jason and I kind of turned around and uh, we don't want to say no names. Well, we kind of turned around and looked at the other side of the stage and the people was giving us harder time doing it. And they just <laughs> looked at their, and they threw their hands up and shook their head like, we didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's kind of like you should ask somebody like us because mm-hmm. we the real funkers. But they were good musicians. But they did, sometimes you need to listen to true funkers if you right. really want to put right. on a good funk right. show. Can't live in the studio. Speak. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Ace. Thank you. Hey, Rich. I just remember. Sorry. I just realized. Weren't you the one that um, like discovered that Patrick was in the hospital? Like you saw all the tickets on his car. Yes, I did. Yep. Wow. So how did, what happened there? To, uh, tell us that story. Or what, how do you notice that? I, I just saw this. I know he wanted to get another BMW because he had a mishap with the first one. And he kept on telling me that he wanted an M-Series. So I was going by, you know, I take that route, you know, traveling. And I saw this white M-Series sitting there up under the tree, dirty, with, um, you know, a low tire on it. And I said, you know, I get that feeling that that's Patrick's car. 
So uh, it come to find out it was. And I just, it kind of disappeared after a certain period of time. And I just never got a chance to, you know, never got a chance to talk to the guy, man. I've been trying to get in touch with him for a year, man. So it kind of shook me up and took me for a bad journey as far as yeah. knowing I'll never see him again. That's the best way I can say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. I feel the same way. But I did, I didn't mean to cut you off, Ace, but I did no. as soon as um, Jay told me he was out of um, the hospital one time over a year and a half ago, he said, man, he just got out today. I said, did he? He just went home. So I rushed right over there to talk to him. And I stayed over there with him and Sarge, his brother, and we chopped it up for, you know, talked about, you know, everything for about two hours. Yeah. And I swear to y'all, that's the last time I've seen him. Wow. Mm. Yeah, man. So. We're still in shock now. They said, um, his mom said they were thinking about doing a service like in, in the summertime. Well, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, maybe get a jam going too. That'd be nice to know where he's at too. <clears throat> oh, we know if where he's, he's right at. There. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he over there by the mall, East Mont Mall. Yeah, I mean, I know, but where? What uh, part? You know? Yeah. yeah okay. You know, you yeah, have have to show you. Yeah. If you take like a left by the, what is it called? A crematorium? crematorium. Yeah. There's a crematorium building. Like when you drive in, the first left around that building. And then Patrick's out over on the hill. There's some steps. Yeah, right by some steps, parallel to some Maybe steps. Like the third window. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like right. The third, third window, window of the building. And, and then you walk, walk over, straight over that hill, and he's buried there with his grandma. Yep. As you can see the Owen's okay. name there. All right. I can go in the office, too, and I'm pretty sure they can direct me to the location. Yeah. I would hope. I know. I think mm-hmm. so. Right. But, um... Yes, um, as far as one thing I do want to say, as far as getting started with the purifying thing, the tribute band for, you know, George, the parliament thing we do, he was the first cat that I, you know, wanted to do this with, and Mike Hampton, because he knew Mike Hampton, and Mike Hampton has a bad memory, I should say. (laughs) It's like, he don't remember names but when he see you go oh yeah what's up man you know that's how he is <laughs> so he couldn't remember patrick's face so i remember never forgetting back in 2014 he came to town and it was an off night between p-funk because i think they were going to do two shows over there in san francisco and they just did one up in the woods somewhere so they had a night layover so I said, come on, Mike, I want to introduce you to some cats. I want to go introduce you to two guitar players. So we went by Patrick's house, and I tried to get Sarge. I said, Sarge, it's an emergency. Tell your brother to uh, come outside. He, he, he said, okay. He said, what's up? I said, tell him I got a guitar player out here from Parliament, Funkadelic, Mike Kidd, Funkadelic. And he said, okay. He ran up the steps. And he went in, and he came back down about five minutes later. And he said, man, I can't get him to wake up for nothing, man. I said, well, shock. I said, shocking, what's up, babe? Tell him he, uh, the dude is out of here. He said, okay, I'm going to try one more time. He ran back up the steps, and he said, man, we can't get him to wake up for nothing. And I said, wow. And I couldn't really believe this, because every day for the years, he's always like, Rich, Rich, you talk to Mike, man, you talk to Mike, you talk to Mike. I said, no. 
And I said, man, when I see him, I, I swear to God, uh, Pat, I'll bring him by your house. First wow, time I see him. That's nuts. You did that. And I brought him by there. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't wake up. But anyway, yes, um, that was a story with Patrick back in the beginning. As far as playing with him, the first night I ever played with him, Jay, was, Jay wasn't there. But the first night I ever played with him was at the uh, Stork Club, Halloween night, I believe it was 2014. We had rehearsed for this show for maybe a month and a half, two months. Uh-huh. And I guess I can throw this in. It's a good thing to say about him. His worst ethics was kind of like a football coach. And I kind of liked <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 You know, he would kind of, you know, if you would let him, he would talk quietly and slowly. In the beginning, he was real cool. But I think after time, when pressure became on him, you know, he kind of, you know, moved a little bit quicker. But in the beginning, I learned a lot from him as far as how to be a band leader. I mean, I already kind of had that idea from being a part a cameraman for P-Funk, but to really to get into it with someone and learn. I mean, he was a good teacher. He taught me a lot. Yeah, me too, Outside man. Of me. me too. Well, right on, Rich, man. We're going to call up another cat. So we just thank you for your time, man. It's beautiful hearing from you. What else are you going to man, do today? I, um, I've asked, man, maybe we could do a part two on this maybe one day because yeah. um, I have a website coming. It's been like a million bleep, bleep years, and we haven't got this website, but I've been promised that it's supposed to be coming here in the next two weeks. And once I get it up and going, I kind of want to have some things, some features and some stuff, some people giving interviews and similar to what you're kind of doing. And I kind of want to do the there same thing as, you know, give us, give history about the band and insight. Hell yeah, that's so what it's all about. Can, like a TV chase station. That's yep. what I kind of want to do. Word. You know? Word. So, and, uh, and people that's kind of like want to contribute to the thing, like for advertisers, they want to pitch in or whatever, they can get on there and advertise their barbecue spot. Cause I gotta do this. Because <laughs> yeah, right, so right. we can make we can make it an official TV thing. But. There you go. So let's holler, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I right appreciate you too, man. Rich. Right on. All right, Much man. love to you. Much man. love to you. Same to you, but all right, y'all. Um, let's listen to uh, let's listen to a little bit of one of Patrick's songs that he liked. I thought we listened to a little bit of Buddy Miles doing their version of Midnight Rider. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when we come back after that, we're going to talk to Tony D. Drumologist, man. Oh, my mentor. (laughs) Is that your mentor? Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to rap with him.
Tony. Hello. Yes. Is this Tony D. Drumologist? Speaking. Tony, I'm here with Jay. <laughs> and I'm here with um I'm here with John. I'm here with McFab, man. The three mm. of us. Yeah, he know me nice, as John. Nice. He uh, he don't know the McFab. Big John, Big John. Yeah. <laughs> he said you're What's his mentor, big, big? man. Yeah, he, my mentor. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> what up, Tom? I'm cool, man. What happening? Chilly, chilly. Solid. Hey, man. Talk to us about when you met Patrick, man. Well, as a matter of fact, coming to think about it, I think I met Patrick and John the same day. Right. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in... I think that was 1991. Wow. Or 92. Well, you met Patrick first, because I didn't meet you till like, 96. When okay, I, so when I got I on the world beat scene. And you was um, I thought you I thought you was on that on that gig, man. That man play in People's Park. Some oh, gig that, that's right. See? That's right. See, that's see, right. Uh, I just hadn't seen you play yet. That's oh, right. Oh Lord. Okay, that's right. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm so caught up in your play and I forgot that uh I oh, met you man. before. Oh, you didn't really play. That's what that, no. Jungle's but I met apart. you and Patrick and Jason and... Right, right. At, at People's Park? Yeah. At that, People's oh, Park, 1991. put together. Dude, that's... I can't even... Oh, Mystics man. and all. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, Ace, I used to give this thing called the Stone... Wait, that's Jason? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were there. That's yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, dude, we used to have... I used to give this thing called... Before KBLX... Called the Stone mm -hmm. Soul Picnic, the Stone Soul go. Picnic. Yeah, at People's yeah. Park, and go. uh, I got flyers and all this shit uh, yeah. for days, and uh, we used to do it like every summer. <laughs> wow. And then it got too right. much. I, mean, I would have a you know a, a band called the Mystics, kind of like a Temptations group, and yeah. you know reggae. Uh, Tony was playing. We had Fishbone, uh, one of the cats from Fishbone, yeah, Kendall. Uh, Kendall. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. this is sick, dude. It was sick. A lot of fun. Doctor uh, Dre. I remember that. That's how I yeah. remember oh. you guys. And Patrick. Yeah, yeah, truly, man, truly. So you guys played a lot of reggae together. Because Patrick kept telling me that, uh, John, John, man, you got to hear this drummer. You got to hear this drummer. Tony <laughs> D, Tony D. And that's all he kept. And I didn't, and it's been, it was like three years before I heard Tony. And then I find them Verlin joined Jungles Apart, Tony's band mm -hmm. at the time. That's when I got to go see it. And, oh. when I, and when I saw this brother. Sick. I couldn't believe it, man. This guy had so many licks. He was like the baddest drummer I had seen. Because he was like doing the soca and the world beat within Ooh. some African. Okay. But then he had all this stuff going on around him, this percussion stuff going on. I'm like, mm -hmm. how's he doing that? Now, remember, this is the early 90s. Right. And oh, I'm that's like, when I used to play with a lot of drum machine and sequencer. Yeah, and then he was up there with a drum machine and sequencer. Oh, like that. Yeah. You know, this oh, yeah, was, I've been playing, this, this I've was been early like that before for, people started doing that. Right. That's I've fresh. been doing that over 40 years, man, from back in Trinidad. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> and then Patrick know, was you, like, I told you. I told you. I told you. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? 
I met Patrick with Toho and Raskidas. Okay. Oh, okay. Big. That's where I met Patrick Payne. Well, I see you. Even I saw him in the, 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 the what do you call it? The People's Park. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But then, right not too long after that, I ended up on a rehearsal with him and Toho with a Raskidas gig. That was funny. Wow. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then then I was just like a year, probably like one year, I had moved here from Florida, from Miami. Mm. And then I started, yeah, I played with him there, and then I played with him with I Live, Fenton. Right. Right. Uh, man, I played Patrick and all kind of, but my greatest gig I ever played with Patrick, Jason, if you remember the gig with, 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 with the, 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 the P-Funk the spin-off. <laughs> oh, oh, the P-Funk spin-off. We were just talking we were about just talking that. About that, that yeah, particular yeah. gig. Man. That was the shit. <laughs> you said that was your greatest man. gig? Huh? We just listened to a clip from that. You said that was your greatest gig with Patrick? Yeah, because all of other things was cold, but I'm saying I never get to play a whole song gig with Patrick. You always played the reggae. You didn't play a funk gig with him. I play everything else but a funk gig. Ah. Mm. Oh. He, he played funk on top of when we were playing, <laughs> but I, I never played that. a gig. Huh? I was thinking to myself, how did I miss that? <laughs> I don't know how you missed that. I didn't. <laughs> yeah man that that was a no, hot I night didn't. i rehearsed that was what? fun man yeah, it was yeah oh, you had yeah, to you play the funk fun, gig man. you had to cram for that right <laughs> you did a good job you sounded great they yeah, did i only had two days i i got wow. the music today and as i told you before is there was a bunch of songs on that thing i never heard in my whole entire life i never heard it yeah, because we're playing Cosmic Slop. And then he telling me what those are songs that uh, George Clinton from his first album, like, I don't know that shit. Right. <laughs> that day. But I learned it. You sure did, and you killed it, man. We were playing uh, man, Red Hot, Red Hot Mama. The one video, man. That shit is fun. <laughs> That's the one song I never heard before. And I, I really am like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the shit. That's when Patrick was dressed like the Riddler and shit. Right. You had on them long nails. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had the Wolverine you nails. nails. You remember? With the, with the, Batman, with the Batman face. And, and yeah. What? <laughs> That's comedy. Hey, Tony, didn't you say um, you got that gig? It was just two days before because the drummer that Patrick did have, yeah. like he got scared and quit, right? <laughs> whoever it is, whoever was the drummer, they paid him the monies up front, give him the CD and a set list, and I think he had it for over two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then the gig was Saturday, and I think it was Wednesday, the guy told Patrick, or tell bring the money and the CD and give it back to Richard. I say, man, I, I don't think I got enough time to do this, man. I can't do this, man. <laughs> he got scared. And then, yeah. and then Rich was like, man, what are we going to do? We can't cancel a gig. Patrick was like, don't worry, man. 
I got this one dude. I got this one cat. He'll cut this. So I was at Pete's coffee shop. He chucked me, he chucked me down and find me by Pete's. <laughs> He's like, dude, stay right there. Don't move. I need to talk to you right now. I'll be right there, right now by the post office. I said, okay. He showed up. Man, I got this gig for you on, on Saturday, man. But, but you know, stupid ass motherfucker drunk, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I said, well, he's like, you think you can do it? I said, no problem, Patch. I got it for you, man. Anything for you. Just like that. Because I love Patrick like that. I said, you're good to go. He goes, okay. I said, can I get the music now? Well, I got to get to do it to get it back. <laughs> so, so he went and get to do it on Wednesday, and I get it Thursday. And then forget I, that I didn't have a CD player, so I had to go and what I did. I think I kicked someone else. My laptop was broken. I borrowed somebody's laptop. I don't remember. And, oh, I know who laptop I use. I know exactly who laptop I use. I transferred from my from iTunes. Back then, I was using what? What was I using? iPhone five, five <laughs> or, or something like that. Mm. And just transferred over to my MP3 inside there, and been with the headphones listening all day, all night, even up to the day of rehearsal. Right. right. If you remember, remember, if you remember, you remember when I was at the rehearsal. Remember everybody was chilling out. Right. Remember I was in a corner. Yeah. With some headphones. Right, and now I understand. Hey, T, hey, 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 okay, man. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But <laughs> I was studying this this couple of songs up top that was kicking my butt because I never heard it before. So it, it wasn't sticking in my head and registering because right. it had, that's that one song. Mm-hmm. That one that they'll be playing, the video that's coming around all the time. Cosmic Slot. Did you tell me? Then you tell me, hey, man, you did good. I really studied that one. <laughs> you did. Because Sounds I never great. Heard, I never heard it before. I just, I'm, I'm like on the reel. So, but all, all, all praises to Patrick. Yeah, for, most definitely. For having a good, uh, how should I put it, good judgment at the last moment. And I just happened to be fortunate and been around. Because actually, I played other funk stuff, but I didn't play no street funk like that one that night. Right. <laughs> Not since I've been here. Wow. Because every time I get on a on something for a funk, it always got somebody up in there always, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not funky. <laughs> well, I didn't have funky enough. Yeah. Funk that funk. We know what you mean, man. Yeah. Hey, when's the last time you saw or spoke to Patrick? Do you remember? Um, the last time I saw Patrick, he I, I ran into him in Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. And he was... And he went to the post office or came back from the post office, one or two. Okay. And, and I saw him, and he says to me, this is exactly what he said, man, I'm handling some stuff, I'm wrapping some stuff up here, and I need to talk to you about, about something. And that was that. I never seen him again after that. Oh, I don't know really? You never found out what it was? No. Mm. I know something to do with music. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because um, wow. it's wow. something to do with music. I don't know exactly what it did, what he wanted to do, you know. But yeah, he always wanted to get something going. Wow. I don't know if it was recording. I don't know what it was because I, I work on I work on projects where Patrick played guitar on the project. And that's why I work on a project where he played bass on it. Right. Right. And I'm not talk, I'm not just talking about live gig. I'm talking about studio work. So I, I had very beautiful memories of this this brother until I don't know what happened. Something happened. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I to- really, really don't know what happened. Yeah, we we all feel the same way. Um, he didn't. We were talking to other people. He wasn't telling people that he how sick he was for a long time and stuff like that. Well, before the sickness part, I'm saying, as a matter of fact, the last gig I played with Patrick coming to remember. I just, I just tell untruth. That that gig was a fun gig. The last gig I played with Patrick was at Ashkenaz. I just remember that. Was Ashkenaz. A, yeah, it was a reggae gig. And this was, as a matter of fact, this was 2019. How did I miss this? Yeah, it, it, it was there. I, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a video of it. Do you? Oh, do you have I a mean, video of it? Yes, I have a video yeah, of it. Some shoot me a little Patrick snippet of that, man. Oh, we need that video, Tony. You got to get that to us. No, he played guitar. He didn't play bass. He played guitar. Please, um, yeah. let's link up. Please shoot me a copy of that when you can. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd appreciate yeah, that. I, let me look. Yeah, let me look. I have. Where is that saved? I have it. Who played bass that night? Densfield. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. fact, it was Densfield who called me about that gig. Because mm-hmm. I, as a matter of fact, you know what? Got it now. It was a Caribbean All-Stars gig. All okay. right. Sweetfoot. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what that night was. That was the last time I played with the All-Stars also. Mm. Yeah, it was an all-star gig, and Foot and Rasul had connected with Dude, and Foot couldn't believe how beautiful this guy sings. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, they rope him in the show, had a rehearsal, Dude flying, whatever, whatever. That was that, and Patrick was on that gig. Nice. Because a lot of those... A lot of those all-stars gigs that I did with them very, very lately. Patrick has played on majority of those gigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember he was telling me he'd had a gig with Sweetfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was playing, sometimes he was even playing keyboard horns and all kind of thing on the guitar. Right. <laughs> Tony, do you have any... Um, we're going we gotta, we're gonna to call another friend of Patrick's in a minute. Do you have any? No problem. Do you have any final things to say about Brother P, about what he meant to you, uh, his contribution Man. to music, your life? You know, let us know. Hear what I would like to say. I just wish. Go ahead. Um, I had some places and some avenues. I just wish I had just like literally grabbed that dude by his collar and take him in the studio, and at least had one solid song to say. Hey man, 
Here's Patrick. You just wish yeah, you yeah, just yeah, had yeah, one yeah. tune, that one great studio tune where you could just play. Me, uh, just, just, something. Just one that was there. So it's like, hey. Yeah. Me Patrick too, man. Did that. Me too, man. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Patrick did that. Even if I was the guy plugging in the wires, but at least one person. Hey, Patrick did that. Yep. That's uh, what Patrick right did. Yep. There's nothing around that I know of. No. And I know him now. I know him now for what? 31 years. And you guys know him before me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been searching. I've been searching for that. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no there's recordings that he's on that I record with him on other people's material. Right. right. Yeah, right. us too. But there's nothing that I can put my brain on of the top of the line because that's what he was keep talking to me about. That's what it was. Uh-huh. What's that? I just remember I was going to record on some of his songs for him. That's exactly what it was uh, he wanted to talk to me about. I just remember in the when I ran into him. Yes. Wow! Oh that's man! Oh man! We missed out on to, that. To be quite, to be quite frank, that's exactly what it was. I just remember. Wow! Oh man! Because, yeah, 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 for real. Amazing. That would have been great. Man, you know what? <laughs> I can see the wealth of information and knowledge this dude leave the planet and just gone. <sighs> right. I know. I know, man. All that knowledge. I'm saying he just be on the go, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's amazing. I lament hey, that Jason, too, man. Jason, mm. thank you so much for letting me know what's going on and what happened because I didn't know until when you did what you did. Yeah, give thanks, man. So respect for that, okay? Yeah, yeah, uh, most definitely. Yeah, John. for sure. Yes, sir. Love you, man. It's always mm. a great pleasure. Yeah, same here. Love you too, man. And Ace. Yes, sir. The body's in the place. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, this dude is a crazy bass player. I like to watch him play bass and sing, man. That's cool, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. Right right on, man. Don't forget that, bass. With, with the Kato mask. I don't forget that, dude. That's some killer stuff. Yeah. Right I'm loving that. D. And you're some killer stuff, too, man. Oh, uh, man, and man. We'll, we'll talk to you soon again, okay? Yes, man. Peace and love, and you all take care, man. Yeah. Peace, peace and love to you. All right, Tommy. Right. Yeah. Save me a symbol.
Hey, how you doing? Hey, Ron, what's your last name? From, let me, let, no, I was going to say man, I was going to say it right you, for the first time. Can you spell that? 30 years. Yeah. V-A-N-L-E-E-U-W-A-A-R-D-E. Are you just saying Van letters? Le- Are you playing a joke on me? <laughs> no, that's it, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm making a joke. That's it. Let me just make sure. V-A-N-L-E-E-U-W-A-A-R-D-E. That's it. Wow. I can't believe I yeah. got it right. All right. Good Dutch name. That's Surinanium. Pronounce it for me. Surinam. Van Leeuwarden. Yo, we're talking to Ron Van Leeuwarden. Ron Van Leeuwarden of Studio West. What's up, Ron? We're here with uh, we're here with John McFab and Jay. I'm here, Ace. What's up, Ron? All right, cool. How's it going, man? Thank you so much for uh, the Flamingo King. (laughs) What'd you call him? Why you call him that? Because he can play the mess out of flamingo really? style guitar, man. Wow. That, this is the man right here. Wow. No joke. African, the world beat. Really? I think you yeah. guys have met before when we recorded over there. We, we Yeah, I, I have. Um, yeah. I, yeah, you remember me, right? Yeah, we met um, about five, six years ago. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was a great session, and, one of my best sessions. Yeah, me, him, and Patrick, right. was, in, me, him, and Patrick was in the... World beat band together, the yep. Amon La Poets. Wow. So yeah. okay. So wait a minute. So let's talk about that. So what? So the three of you guys were in a band. What were y'all playing? Uh, was Patrick on guitar as well, or? No, he was on bass. On bass, gotcha. Ron was on guitar, and let me tell you, mm-hmm. he was the highlight. Even though we was playing high life, he was the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, and where did you meet uh, uh, Brother P, uh, Ron Patrick? Where did you meet him? Well, I, this is Ron here. Uh, first time I met him was uh, over the racetrack in uh, San Francisco on an Earth Day thing, or one of those Earth Day festivals, and I was playing there with uh, Zulu Spear. Ooh. And uh, and Patrick was there with um, uh, this other uh, Nigerian drummer, Jeffrey uh, Omadabo. Yeah, Jeffrey as, was back. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was uh, quite a few years back. And uh, so, you know, they had a, they had a little uh, band that they were starting out there, too. So I met him, met him then, and um, you know, uh, a few years later, um, he replaced another African brother who was on bass, a guy named Soul Ma, a Cameroonian Soul uh, Ma, bass player. The late in, Soul yeah, Ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He replaced Soul uh, in this uh, band, Amandla Poets, which was another South African uh, uh, kind of mix outfit. Yeah. Township. Yeah. When's the last time you spoke to Patrick or Soul? Well, last time I saw him, un- unfortunately, he was he was not doing very well. Uh, we had played a gig over at Ashkenaz, and of course, you know, uh, with this COVID stuff, Ashkenaz has been out out of commission for a little while here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we had we had played there, and uh, you know, he he had to sit through the set, and uh, I guess this has been kind of a, a protracted illness. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, you know. That was the last time. I mean, I spoke to him after that, but that was the last time we really hung hung out. And uh, yeah, you could you could see he was going through something pretty serious. Yeah, yeah, he was, man. He had, and he was really proud about that too. He didn't really like to talk about it too much. 
Um, what What do you think about when you think about Patrick, or what did you learn from him about music, or what did he bring to your life as a musician? Well, this is Ron again, and I, you know, I would say uh, what really impressed me about Patrick is that he was really committed to the art. You know, no matter mm-hmm. if it was, uh, you know, he was versatile. He 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 could play reggae. He could play funk. Obviously, you know, he was had good skills on guitar as well as bass and uh you know consummate musician he was just like just really into it you know he didn't he didn't half step about you know his commitment to the learning the pieces and and all that um that's, it. that's right so, yeah 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 he was uh he was definitely into it um and uh you know he had his he had a serious grouchy side um, <laughs> but but on the on the other hand, you know, in that in that same minute, you know, he was also you know warm and caring. So mm-hmm. you know, it was a it was a kind of strange uh, juxtaposition in that in that respect. But you can always you know you could always feel his his soul and his heart, even if you know if he was grumpy about something. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, you know, I always you know on a non musical note, just kind of cultural thing, I always. Uh, uh, admired his accent, you know, the way, the way he the way he spoke. It was very, very unique, very unique. You know, heralding back from probably his, uh, you know, his uh, previous generation's roots down in the south, yeah. As well as you know, as well as the uh, you know the East Bay here, right. So yeah, he had a very, uh, a very interesting pattern of speech that I like to listen to, and uh, you know there was. There was ample opportunity to listen to him speak because he rarely, <laughs> very rarely, very rarely stopped speaking. We'd be riding to, to a gig or back from the gig, and, you know, he worked at the UPS and all that, so, you know, he had late hours, and, you know, uh-huh. he may have just woken up or just getting ready to go to bed or, or something, you know, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, he, you know he, we'd be talking about something and, and kind of finish off one part of the conversation, he said, well, you know, I'm going I'm to take a nap now, and, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, 30 seconds later, he'd be still talking about, you know, more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but he had, he had a he had a a great uh you know knowledge of a lot of stuff you know if you get get him talking about funk you know he uh-huh. you know oh, he be talking for hours and going into details style. about who who played what when and, <laughs> and all that stuff yeah he was pretty amazing yeah. in that respect mm-hmm. it seems like if if you were hanging with uh Patrick that maybe you might you might have been able to get him in the studio to record more, or did you ever ask him about that? Like, try to get him to record more. That's what we've been complaining about all day, is like just trying to get more recordings of Patrick. Um, to- yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he did a little bit of stuff with uh, Zulu, but uh, uh, and you know, of course, among the poets. Uh, but yeah, he yeah, did another, some more stuff with another brother of. Uh, Flynn, yeah, Flynn, Flynn Jefferson, yeah, that was another him. black, mm-hmm. another black, black rocker, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and yeah. uh, and uh, you know, it's always been my struggle too to to get more time, even in my own studio where I, where I live in, you know, with a uh, life and work and family and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, um, as much as I would have liked to have done, you know, more projects with him, you know, sadly it was it was not to be. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's how we all feel, man. 
It was unfortunate because that studio, I love that studio you got. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play you. <laughs> you know, it's just that yeah, Ron's baby, Ron's child was a baby then. So mm-hmm. it was. It and, was he's 50, and he's 15 now. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, he's 15 oh. now. He's, he's, he's edging me out of the control room making beats and stuff. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Get out of here. Wow. We'll, we'll see how, we we'll see how all that goes. That was fast. But yeah, once, once all this COVID is done, you know, I want to get you folks back and, you know, do some more collaborations and stuff. No doubt. Yeah. Long time, uh, long time away from my musical family there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. It's yeah, so buddy. man. <laughs> Tell me about Hold it. On. Well, Ron, it's been great speaking with you, man. I'm glad you made the time to be part of this, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for yeah. getting in touch with Oh, me. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And thank you guys. Thank you guys for making this happen. I mean, you know, we've had other people who have passed during all this COVID time and have, you know, uh, not have had the opportunity for a proper send-off. And right. you know, I appreciate you guys making this happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank thanks you. a lot, Ron. So I think we're going to call, uh, I've been trying to get in touch with Densfield. Uh, let me try him one more time. And if we don't get in touch with Densfield, then we're going to call Patrick's cousin, uh, Jackie. That should be it. And thank you for coming here, John. Oh yeah. It's good to see you, man. Sure. I couldn't miss this one. (laughs) I need something. Yeah. Because my spirit needs something Mm -hmm. on this one. Right. Yeah. And I feel this is it. Resolved. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I learned a lot from that dude, man. Yeah. Hey, this is Ace Allen. Uh, Can we call you from, we're going to call you from the studio number so we can record you for the show. Is that all right? Okay, here he comes in just a couple seconds. So I'm going to hang up and another number is going to call you. Okay, here we go. That's Densfield? Yeah, he's oh, on. I got him. Okay. All right, I got Densfield. Let's okay. call him, Dominic. Go ahead and give him a call. Okay. Uh, I think he's on your paper, right? Okay. Oh, it got me. Got me again. <laughs> got me again, too. I did it's all right. Wild gigs with this guy. Yeah, it's Densfield. Densfield yeah, is I'm on. on here with uh, John McFab and Wild Jay Stone. Star. What up, Densfield? Densfield. Everything nice. Everything nice. <laughs> Man, we need to get back out to Moran out there, to Tiburon, to the, to the, the, what's that? The Tiburon. Yeah, the uh, on the lake. The seahorse or something. Well, everything, everything is shut down. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you, you gotta have, you gotta have a budget to pay the fine. Out there with the yachts, out there with the yachts, yeah. Densfield. Yeah, those are some good times. Uh. So, Brother Pete Densfield, uh, talk to me. When did you guys meet? When did you guys first start working together? Um, I think way back um, when he was with Amandla Poets, when Dumela was around. 
Right. That's when I met you, too. Yeah, that was probably like, what, the 90s? Right. Yeah. Patrick was like, wait till you hear this guy on bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he was Mr. Funk with that finger, man. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. <laughs> and you, you know what I loved about the music? He was like um, an encyclopedia of funk. If you wanted yeah. to know anything about hey, maggot brain or yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was something else, man. You, know, uh, you just had to say one word. Oh, man, didn't you know about Felicity <laughs> Wynn? Right. Didn't you know that? <laughs> didn't you know he sang with funk? I said, no. I didn't know George could afford Felipe. <laughs> you know, you so didn't know we, that? We, we, we were, I didn't know it. I mean, he turned me on to so many different things, man. I was talking to yes. him. I went back home to the islands, and I was I was jonesing for some music. I'm for some herb, and this friend of mine came by, and he brought me this album called Last Days in Time, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Aha. Yeah, a naked girl, a naked girl on the cover, right? Mm-hmm. So I was asking Patrick about her and what happened to her. He said, "Oh, that's Jessica Cleese, man. Just George." Yeah, I said, "Wait a minute! Wow. How do you know all these things?" You know? Wow. I mean, we talk, we talk about the musicians. We talk days about Pedro Bell and all the artwork and all the right. cartoons we loved. You know? True. Yeah. <laughs> How it was. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, just the funk. That's just the funk side, because I mean, we went down, we did calypso and reggae, and you mm-hmm. know, highlight mm-hmm. everything else. So, I mean, he he was something special, man. I remember one incident. We did a, a casino, and we had some problems because we didn't understand the um, digital board, <laughs> so things ran late. And then the producer didn't want to pay, so I said, hey, Pat, you deal with it. Instead of me arguing and getting upset, I'm going to the room. And sure enough, he came back with all the money. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, he Uh, was like that. uh, He could be real diplomatic. Um, He's very persuasive. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but he make you some offers you can't refuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, it was kind of sad watching him, you know, in his decline. Right. Yes. um, He called me one day and said, man, I need you to take me to the emergency room. Oh. And I said, okay. And he called back and said, let's do it tomorrow. What? Mm. Then, he, then he canceled it like five times, right? Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. fifth time I said, you know what? I'm coming to your house and get you right now. And mm. I was shocked when I, when I saw him because uh, he could hardly walk. Mm. I mean, his feet were so swollen they couldn't fit in his shoes. Mm. Mm. I mean, I I hated the scene like that. So I took him to the to the emergency room, got him checked in. And uh, they said, man, it's a good thing you did this. And um, I kind of, I think we kind of knew that, you know, it was really serious. Mm-hmm. But we still had these hopes about, you know, doing projects together. Right. Um, mm. 
I mean, I have I have some stuff that you know he laid some solos on to me, and then we did a thing with um, this guy from Kenya. He brought in the project, and I could see working on the project that um, you know he was really feeling it, you know. But we just you know you know how it is. You might be feeling like hell, but then when the music comes on, it's time to play. You forget all about that and you know, right. back in the spirit. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Then after we shut after we shut down the project, you can see, oh man, you know he's really in bad shape. But I prefer to think of the time before that. You know, we were young and had a lot of fun. You know, just going out there and making people happy. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did. You know. <laughs> And I mean, a lot of times we did it because we loved it because we got all the promises. You know, we we're dealing with like politicians that give you all these promises. <laughs> 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 promises, promises. And don't you know? deliver. Oh, no, man. So, but we never worry about the delivery. You know? All right. I mean, as long as you get to play. To oh, yeah, man. You know what I mean? When you're young and you want to play, you just want to play. That's it. <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes you got a good crowd, sometimes you don't. But, you know, yeah. you just gotta let th- it run, man. Got to throw down, man. Yeah. When's the last time you saw or spoke to Pat? Um, I think probably the last month of his life he came by. Oh. And, yeah, he, he was. Yeah, just gotten that white BMW. Yeah. Yep. And so he came by and he turned me on to Pluto TV. He said, man, download this and you can get free TV. You don't need cable and all that stuff. <laughs> that was his last gift to you. <laughs> that was his last gift to me. <laughs> That's too funny, man. And so we kind of looked at the the driver's manual because we were trying to figure out how to put some coolant in, and you know I didn't know where to put it. You know I was gonna put it in the windshield wipers. <laughs> <laughs> and so he pulled out the book, and you know we figured it out, and we just kind of kicked it for a bit, you know, and talk about some of the musicians that he loved, you know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, good. From man. the blues, from the blues all the way to the doo wop days, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even know George was into doo wop. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he was. So, yeah. yeah, he gave me a whole history, man. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a history, you know. That's Billy funny. Bass. I mean, he talks so much about Billy Bass. I mean, oh, he likes yeah. His, Him and that Billy know? Bass. <laughs> Billy Bass, man. I. I just never got enough of those stories. He got a lot of stories. Yeah, Yeah, he told me one day he went by People's Park, and who was there laying in the grass with George? (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So they talked, and um, I guess they were doing a show at um, Berkeley Community Theater. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And so he went and hung out with them, and, you know, and all the guys. Well, you know, it's a party with a family on stage and like 15 guys on stage. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, he was in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wanted to go on the road with them, but, you know, uh, 20 years with UPS, he didn't want to rock that boat. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because they kept telling yeah, him to come. You know, like you were saying, man, look, I'm I'm here with George and the crew, and those guys are bumming cigarettes off me. <laughs> <laughs> so he had perspective. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gary and them kept trying to get him to come on the road. He's like, no, man. No, I'm I ain't going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> he like said, health insurance, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think he went on the road with um, Pablo... Yeah, Pablo Moses, Moses yeah. that was his main yeah, gig. Yeah, I think he went with Pablo. They went to New York. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah pa- Pablo was straight up businessman. And he brought back some of the tapes, and we listened to some of the tapes, and then we listened to the later Pablo, and Pablo is passing through town. I was saying, well, they missed you on those arrangements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because Pat had had some funk and some arrangements. Right, right. And the band that was performing had just dropped all of that and just simplified everything. Yeah. 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 It just wasn't as interesting. I mean, he was uh, good for that. Yeah, he was good at arranging shows. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I got a little piece of a solo he did Ooh. on a track for me. Let's see if I can find it. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, his solo is coming up right here. Okay. Yeah. That's peace. Oh, I love this solo. Got that tone. Hey, Densfield, yeah. We're, uh, yeah. we're getting ready to call um, Patrick's cousin, Jackie. But I was mm-hmm. wondering, I was wondering before uh, we sign off, first of all, thank you for talking to us. What do you want people to remember most about uh, Brother P, about Patrick Owens? What would you want to, the world to remember about him or his contribution to your life? Oh, uh, man, there's so many things. Well, I think what I want people to remember is that most of all, he loved the guitar. Mm-hmm. And it showed every time he picked it up. That's right. And he was one of the funkiest bass players I know. That's right. <laughs> That's right, too. <laughs> he was one of the funkiest Incredible. bass players. And I, and I know that it wasn't, it wasn't just the gear. Right. Because when right. He, whether he played my instrument or his, Patrick <laughs> yeah. came out. Right. Know? And he was he was about being real, you know. I mean, he tells me when he was younger, growing up in Oakland, and some guys were hassling him, 
a guy who took care of him, I didn't believe. He said, it was this hell's angel, you know, pulled up on his motorcycle. And that's who, that's who kind of got the guys from hassling me. Trip. Wow. He just stood up for me. And so his heart was open to everybody. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, when, you have, when you have friends that's the hell's angel, then you have friends, you know, from <laughs> Africa, from South Africa, yeah. from all over the world. You're pretty well-rounded. Because of the music, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. He knew, he knew how to use that universal language so that people connected with him. That's it. Mm-hmm. He did. So mm-hmm. if, if you want to get something from that is love the music the way he did and it'll open up these doors. Yes, indeed. Nice. Beautiful. And so it's opened up doors for me. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right on, Densfield. Um by the way, yeah, man, man. Thanks for giving me an opportunity to just, you know, reflect on a really good friend of mine. No, thank yeah. you, man. You really helped make him something special. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so glad that you you were a part of it. Right, right. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say. I wanted to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I was going to say, if you come across any other good recordings, you want to, you know, shoot to me or shoot to Jay or something so we can, you know, use it for the website we're going to put out for this too, man. That'd be great. I think I already sent Jay some of the uh, videos. Yeah, some, okay. some pictures. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, great. And I have one, the one, the last recording project, he brought in this guy named Sayoma. Uh-huh. And we we did a track for him. And Patrick and I played everything, and he did, and Sayoma did the vocals. And we we created, we co-wrote this bass pattern that's really funky. And uh, I'm going to try and dig that out. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Please. So let him rest in peace. And I know he's performing with the best now. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. brother. Yeah. All right. I'm not ready for that performance yet. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I still have a lot of practicing to do. <laughs> no doubt. Comedy. All right, Densfield. Hey, you have you have Peace a good afternoon, you. man, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh yeah, I'm I'm going in for me today. I'll probably sleep with a smile tonight. Oh man, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Wow. Dope. Wow. All right. All right, man. Good All right, then, Phil, stay up, man. We'll be in touch. One Peace. love. All right. Peace, bro. All right. Oh, man, that was cool. Yeah. That was way cool. I'm glad we got him on. I saw you down the
Jackie. This is Ace. I'm here with Jay Stone and John from the Funkinuts. Hi, Jackie. Uh-huh. Patrick's band. Hey, Hi. Hey, hey. Nice to talk to you. Same here. How are you guys doing? All right. We're doing okay. It's been a heck of an afternoon just talking to different family members or friends and stuff. <clears throat> okay. It's great to talk to you. Um how uh how what's your re- your exact relation to Patrick? Are you um I'm his first cousin. You're his first cousin. Right. His mom and my dad were brother and sister. Oh. Wow. So are are you sister to Teresa and Felicia? No, I'm the I'm the only child. Oh, you're an only who, child. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an only child. And where where am I calling? Where are you living? I live in Sacramento, but a little city called El Dorado Hills. El Dorado. Yeah. <laughs> I gigged up there. Oh, you guys know that, huh? Oh, yeah. We play everywhere. <laughs> cool. What so, was, yeah, go ahead. Are you guys, were you with him in his band, or how do you know him? Yes, that's right. We played with him in a band. We played with him for years, some of us, uh, for a very long time. Okay. Uh, John, yeah, you played with Patrick. Patrick for 27 years almost. 27 years. And Jay Stone, well, I, about yeah. the same, right? Yeah, about the same. Yeah, man. And I, I was a fan uh, myself. I was a fan of Patrick originally, just watching him perform uh, okay. with the Funkanauts. And then uh, eventually I got to uh, join the band myself. And, okay. Uh, Patrick was originally the bass player, great, amazing bass player. And then right. he, he got into playing the guitar, so I came in on bass. So, yeah, the three of us, we know him uh, very well. I learned a lot from Patrick. He's always teaching me stuff, whether I wanted okay. whether I wanted him to teach it to me or not. <laughs> exactly. That is Patrick. Yeah, yeah. That is Patrick. Yeah, he, um, he actually, and I'm sure all his other nephews, I mean, all his other cousins and my dad's nephews nephews know that Patrick was his favorite. Ah. Yeah. Why is yeah. that? Yeah. Huh? Why is that? Why was Patrick his favorite? I I really couldn't tell you. I never asked my dad, but he was. You could tell. Everybody, I'm sure everybody knew that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. My dad uh, was closer to Patrick than any of his other uh, nephews, mm. so I don't know, but yeah, but um, yeah, but uh, he used to come to LA a lot and do gigs, and um, uh, I can't remember the name of uh, the band he he was with, but they they were Jamaicans, mm-hmm. uh, Rastafarians, yeah, um. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the group, but anyway, yeah, I remember. I had a lot of good times with Patrick when he would come to L.A. Were you li- you were living in L.A.? Yeah, I was born and raised there, and I've been I've been mm. here since what two thousand and one. Oh, okay. Oh, not that long. So, what was your relationship with Patrick growing up then? Oh, we were tight. We were really close. He, um, I mean, like every other summer, I mean, I basically grew up with Patrick because every other summer I would go to Oakland Mm -hmm. when I was younger. My dad would send me there. And then that other next summer I would go to Louisiana to my parents, uh, I mean, my mother's family. 
And, uh, yeah, I, I was around him along, I mean, enough to know him, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And when was the last time you spoke or saw Patrick? Spoke to or saw Patrick, I mean. I spoke to him one time when he was in the hospital. Really? I think that was, um, like, when he first went in. Yeah, when he oh. first went in the hospital, I talked to him. That was the last time I talked to him. How did you do it? FaceTime or over the phone? No, it was over the phone. Over the phone. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, is what happened is I called him, and uh, I think he was busy with the nurses, and I think they called me back for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think of when you think about Patrick, or what did he mean to your life, whether with music or family or? I mean, all of it. He he was a joy to me. I mean, he was funny. We'd ha- we'd have a blast. Whenever I was with Patrick, we would always have fun. <laughs> all the time, never fail, never fail. And he loved, loved, loved to talk. <laughs> Wait, <Uh-oh>. you're kidding. You <laughs> <laughs> need a consensus. <laughs> it's like, man, do you breathe? <laughs> Take a breath. Exactly. <laughs> that's been the that's been the consensus. And I can say a funny story. We drove from Chico one night, and from the last piece of gear in the car to me letting him out at his house, he spoke the whole way. (laughs) That's a a long time. We talking four hours straight. Yeah. Oh, my God. He spoke. You don't know that? (laughs) Don't know that, Brother Jay? (laughs) Yeah, you don't know that? Yeah, it was sometimes I used to have to tiptoe out on him. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, man. You, you did enough damage today. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just glad they came out with the speakerphone. Yeah, right? <laughs> you could lay that bad boy down and let him just roll. That was invented okay. just for him. <laughs> you can go grocery shopping and come back, leave your phone, and he's still at it. <laughs> he go grocery shopping. <laughs> That's it. Hey, what, one thing I didn't ask, was he like that when he was little? Was he no. Li- okay. No, he wasn't. He wasn't mm. talkative like that. Huh. No. Well, he gained but so much never. knowledge. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. he was. he was. He would talk, but not as much as he did uh, as when he got older. But yeah, yeah, it's a trip mm-hmm. because um, most people that I know that talk a lot, they don't even know what they're talking about, or they don't, they're not even <laughs> listening to themselves, right? Or they, you know, if you're talking, you're not paying attention, right? Right. So it's like right. that's a trip. Th- that's a trip about uh, P. Is mm-hmm. you so talkative, but all, also he has so much information. Yeah, like information, he actually like boy. a lots of stuff, like encyclopedia, yeah, like all good stuff right, too, solid right, information. Right. Yeah, he was always studying something. Uh-huh. Always. Always. Yeah, buddy. And then I mean, could fix things. Yeah, could tell well, you how yeah. to fix anything. Yeah. He could fix anything. 
He could take it apart and put it right back together and make it look better than it did when he took it apart. I know that's right. (laughs) You're putting too much into that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, I'm missing. Yeah. We miss him too. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it still. I'm still like in shock. Yeah, me too. We still are as well. Yeah. Uh, I still think of things like we're going to work on something in the future, and then I remember, you know. So I'm still at Uh that stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. When or how how did you find out that he passed? Um, I I was gone for um, a couple of days, and I came home, and my mom had told me, my aunt, my aunt Dot had called my right. mom and told her, yeah. Yeah, we spoke to her earlier for a short time. Yeah, she told me. Yeah. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out, okay, well, how is this going to work? I mean, are they FaceTiming or right, right. what are they doing? Yeah, everybody thinks that we're going to do like Zoom or something like that. But, um, right, no, right. We, that's what I thought. Yeah, we're just sitting in a recording studio and just calling people on the phone like you. And I'm so glad oh. that, that you were able to take a part of it. Oh, I'm glad I was able to do that, too. I'm very, very happy that I'm able to do that. You know, one thing that about uh, times like these, it's always a shame that we didn't get to meet each other earlier for different reasons right. than this, you know. Right. At the same time, I am glad to have met you, and uh, I hope to meet you in person as well when we have the memorial. Indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that this pandemic stuff will just hurry up and disappear because it's like you can't say goodbye to your, your loved ones, you know, yeah. because of this mess. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, you know, it's yeah. terrible. And we could have visited him, like, every day if it was any other year. Right, right, right. You know, we could have lived in that hospital, just, you know, came yeah. came by every day. Exactly. Is there, uh, yeah. before we go, is there anything else you'd like to say about Patrick or you want people to remember about him or anything at all that co- would, comes into your heart? Yeah, go ahead. Can I read something right quick? Please, please, and take your time. Okay. Okay, it says, my dearest big cousin, Patrick Dwayne Owens. Patrick was very family-oriented. He loved his mother and brother unconditionally. He was intelligent, smart, lovable, funny, loved to talk, laid back, down to earth, and unbothered. He was musically inclined and and a phenomenal guitarist that was equivalent to B.B. King. He also loved to keep his cars well-maintained and could fix anything broken. Cousin, you are gone too soon, and I will mourn you till I join you. Kiss and hug the rest of the family for me and continue to rest well, Angel. You will be deeply missed. Love and miss you. Your cousin, Jackie Owens. Beautiful. That was something. Yeah, that that was so good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that says Thank it all. You. Unbothered. I like that one. <laughs> Unbothered. Yeah. That was a good word exactly choice. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And he did like to maintain those cars. Mm-hmm. Right. He did. 
That was beautiful, Jackie. That was so good. I kind of got goosebumps when you were reading. Oh, that was moving. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I love my cousin. I'm gonna miss him dearly. Mm. And um, I'm glad I got a chance to over the phone meet you guys. And mm-hmm. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, we will be able to meet soon. Oh yeah, we will. We will. Yeah. Okay, and but, I'll stay in touch with you guys. And you, thank you so much for thank having you. me. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jackie, and bless you. Peace you to you. Guys, same to you. Enjoy the rest of your night and stay thank safe. You, you too. Bye, bye, Jackie. Bye, bye, Jackie. Good night. Bye, bye. Bye. you guys, that um, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I didn't know uh, Jackie was going to pull that one out. Gonna pull that card out at the end, man. She wrote something I, kind of that was beautiful. Yeah, well. no, I didn't know his name was Dwayne. Yeah, did you know that, Jay? I did. God, wait. Yeah, I'm learning all kinds of things about Patrick. 25 years. I know, right? <laughs> it just goes to show, man. You be moving fast, boy. Right. Yeah, stuff come out later. Yeah, yeah, it's. I like when cats don't like. Blah blah blah. Say every damn thing about themselves. Like yeah. some people, you know, posting everything they eat on, you know, internet and stuff like that. You know, Patrick wasn't like that. You, sometimes you needed a homing pigeon to get in touch with yeah. him. But right, it would be nice telling you about everybody else. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and didn't have no cell phone, but would know everything. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. He was Google before there was Google. <laughs> yeah, he Brother was he Google. Google. <laughs> he was Poogle. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but yo, that that was beautiful, uh, you guys. We we spoke to just to recap. We spoke to uh, Brother P. Patrick Owens' mother. Yeah. Uh, thanks to his cousin Teresa Owens, who we also spoke with. Um, we weren't able to get in touch with Felicia Owens. Sorry about that, Felicia. Uh, we ran out of time. We will talk to you in the future. How about that? I promise. In a future yeah, episode, yeah. we will call you especially. Uh, Richard Lindsay, we spoke to as well. We checked in with Tony D. Tony D was fun to talk to. Yeah. Uh, OSHA got on the line. We got Ron uh, Van <laughs> from Studio West. Sorry, I messed up your name, Ron. I didn't memorize how to say it. Densfield, he actually came through oh, in the last man. minute. It was yeah. great. He was one of the best ones on, and he seemed really uh, happy to speak with us. Like at the oh, end yeah. there, I was like, okay, yeah, great. MMP was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Um, and uh, finally, we just spoke to Jackie, and she she didn't even know she was bringing a killer conclusion like that, but she did anyway. That was I like osmosis. She, I don't even know how she did that. I know. Summed him up. Yeah, so we're going to have a uh, memorial for Brother P evidently in the summer. We're going to do a jam for him. It was my pleasure to make this podcast for uh, Patrick Owens. I wish there's some way I could let Patrick know that we are doing this podcast for him. He sees it. He sees it? You think so? I think he's in here. <laughs> I think you he might be right. He's the one making it rain right now. He probably He's probably the one that gave us both those tickets. <laughs> right. See, that, guitar, that guitar wasn't on the wall before. Right. Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You just, you just blowing my mind, McFab. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of walked in with little bitty legs. Uh, <laughs> before, <laughs> before we go, uh, uh, John, it's just nice to get, you know, keep the feedback going because we like to celebrate <laughs> funk history. You guys are clowning over here. Little bitty Let legs. Let us know what you thought. 
Hey, John, you t- I didn't know That's you another were... another funk song, Jay. <laughs> Write it down. All right, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to park on that street. Little bitty, little I'm like, bitty lady. I'm like Mo. I'm going gonna... to park on that street. <laughs> I'm going to poke you guys' eyes in a second. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm going to park on that street with little bitty legs. <laughs> True funk songs, man. P loved that. <laughs> Brother P loved Ooh. all that, man. All right, let me write that down. Oh, there he goes. See? There goes my grandma. All right, there's my next hit. <laughs> John, I was going to ask you, man. I didn't know you were listening. You said you, you dug that Wayne Foote episode, huh? Episode oh, 13 of Ace Down? man, that was it for me. Yeah. What did you like about that? It was just so honest. I mean, um, Wayne Foote, he was just so honest. Yeah, he, he was. He was just so real. And funny. And mm. funny. And he was just so informative about the business and about how things went and about his own life and how it affected him. And, yeah. Can't. And he just flowed like he's come full circle and he just laid it all out for us. And the way you guys are interacting with him, that was just my show right there. <laughs> That's all I can say because I'm a slave nut to begin with. Yeah. Right. So to hear him, you know, the way he brought it, that was just me. That was just me. Mm-hmm. Right on, man. Right on. Man, that That's was a beautiful. Great show. It's always good to hear feedback because sometimes I'm not too sure if it makes sense or people. No, getting, all you guys' shows are really good, so oh, you cool. know that. Thank you, brother. And when you're on the outside listening, yeah, it just comes across like this is what we need. This is what us Funketeers needed. Right yeah. on, man. You yeah, know, because yeah. they got theirs over in Ohio with the Funk Museum people. They doing the link same up. thing. Y'all got to link up because. What you guys are doing here is heavy. Yeah. He said, these are our heroes we talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This is the reason why we're doing it. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> That's right, man. You That's know? right. And y'all are talking to the actual people. I can't believe myself sometimes, man. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah, but you just, like, you comfortable. Like, you was, you know, you ain't tripping. Right. Yeah. It sounds like that, at least. Well, right on, John, man. Yeah. That's cool. We got to have you back in, man, although I'm, I'm scared <laughs> of next time you might take over the show. Well, you're taking my songs. Man, so I might as well it's take your show. I'm going to park on that street with a little bitty leg. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> there goes my Grammy. My pen's gone. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, Dominic Brown, for getting down, running everything for yes. us. Debbie JJ taking our picture. Just my Debbie picture, Deb. by the way. She's going she's gonna to blur Debbie you guys D. out. They call her Debbie D. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. She got and them big goggles. D. They got Debbie D on the outside and Big D on the inside. <laughs> Dommy D and Debbie D. <laughs> you know, guys, we usually run it as our theme song. I thought we'd run it as our outro so we could just listen to it since it does feature Brother P. We're going to listen to a song called I Can Never Be by the Funkin' Nuts. And we're going to smell he you guys later. Yeah. Our, oh, really? Yeah, he does the wah, 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 yeah. link. Oh, wow. And by the way. That was my cut. And by the, I know, mine too, man. By the way, uh, John, next uh, episode, we're going to have Steve Boyd from the P-Funk All-Stars. He's the one that always does those Glenn oh, Goins yeah, yeah, parts. Yeah, like yeah, Bob right, Glenn. Yeah, Boyd. yeah. He's out in Detroit, man. He seems pretty cool, man. He's going to be on the next show. Wow, We're just keep, keep making them. We're making wow. them for you, especially. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. My antidote, yo.
<laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to go pay these parking tickets. And <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> That's not funny, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much to the Owens family and all of his friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And please share it with anybody you can. This is I Can Never Be by the Funkin' and we'll see you next hey, time. Thanks thank for you. having me. Thanks. Thanks. Having yeah, me thanks for coming, John. Yeah, thank you. Yeah.